Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey everyone, you're listening to The Public Affair with me, Andrew G. I see someone different every episode, but do me a favor, keep it between us. Hey guys, what's going on? It's me, Andrew G, and welcome to another exciting episode of The Public Affair. Um, first of all, before we get started, I definitely want to thank you guys, of course, again, for all your love and support of the show. I'm so happy that over a year and a half has passed by and the show is doing absolutely amazing. And it's all thanks to you guys who watch, share, like, and subscribe. You guys are the goats and I love you. <laughs> I, I have a guest who's singing. So anyway, okay, so um, before we get started, I definitely want to, um, oh, and of course, thanks to Rogue Media Network with Mike Hamilton and um, Allison Robles. I'm always doing all my episodes, editing given to me on time, darling. That's what we like is consistency. <laughs> okay, before we get started, I definitely want to give a shout out to a few of our sponsors of the show. This episode is brought to you by Four Brothers Construction with my boy Joe Olvera, who provides custom home designs and renovations. He also focuses on roofing, remodeling, plumbing, tree removal, electrical work, and so much more. His entire team of snacks is going to make your home look super snackish as well. They're all hot. I can't wait for them to work on my house so I can just sit there and watch and drink a martini. <laughs> Joe Olvera, thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair with Four Brothers Construction. Of course, course to my boy David Santabanez with Alinea Real Estate. He's the number one sales agent in his office to help you buy a home or sell your home. Make sure you follow him on Facebook at David with Alinea or call the number on the screen, darling, for all your real estate needs. Um, I've actually worked with David and looking for a home. The most professional experience I've ever had and I definitely can't wait to do it again. David, thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. Of course to my boy Frank Biza with B&J Refinishing. He focuses on resurfacing bathtubs, counters, sinks, tiles, and more to original showroom quality. Offers five-year warranty on most work and has the best prices in town. And we all know that Frank does absolutely every single thing that you ask him if he can do because he also does inflatables like a mechanical bull, which I can't wait to ride, margarita machine, tables, chairs, a foam machine and so much more, making all of your parties super lady kitty. Frank, thank you so much for being a longtime sponsor of The Public Affair. I truly appreciate you, bro. You are the GOAT. Of course, to my girl, Anika Armstrong at Pee Wee's Crab Cakes on the go in Hewitt, Texas, which I just loved rolling around in that pasta the other day, darling. It was so good. She's serving the most authentic Cajun cuisine with a wide selection of signature crab cakes, pasta, seafood, and more. The top recommended is their Southern Fried Catfish Special, served with seafood, pasta, and potato salad, and six fried shrimps. The fish is topped with that sauce, and I'm not going to tell you what it is. I can just tell you that it's really delicious. Go check it out at 108 Gym Drive in Hewitt. Order or order online at peewee'scrabcakesonthego.com. To Anika, thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. Of course, to my boy, Marcos Cordero with Midway Nutrition, located on Hewitt Drive. He sells meal replacement shakes with tons of different flavors. I love going after a really, really intense morning workout, especially if I'm feeling bloated. The, the, protein shakes are to die for. I absolutely love it. My favorite is the Honey Nut Cheerio. You got to go try it out. It's so good. Located on Hewitt Drive. To my boy, Marcos Codero at Midway Nutrition. Thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. And of course, to my girl, Nancy Polzini with Parkway National Insurance. Um, she sells insurance for all commercial trucks and tractor trailers. She also for all contractors, home and auto. So make sure you call Nancy for your next insurance inquiry. Y habla espanol to my girl, Nancy Polzini. Thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of the public affair. I truly appreciate you all. Thank you so much. All right, guys. So this next guest, right? <laughs> and I told her I was going to give her shit because um, <laughs> when I very first started or when I was in the brainstorming process of the public affair, I wanted to make sure that there were several people that were going to be committed to actually doing an episode. And um, that way I can at least have a few in the can, see how it gets received and then decide to go on further and more. So one of the DMs that I slid in was Miss Holly Tucker, who's on this episode of the public affair. And oh, hey. a year and a half later, she is here. Welcome to the public affair. How are you doing? I'm doing so good. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm really happy that you're here. 
here. I've had amazing artists on this show. I've never had a country singer. And I have to say, I didn't grow up on country music, but um, since I invited you on the show, I've been listening to your songs and I really like them. Oh, thank you. Yeah, and she was doing a little warm up beforehand. I was like, girl, okay. <laughs> Why you gotta show off? You know, I was trying to um, sing, okay? <laughs> sing with me, come no, on. No, I, girl, I can't, okay? <laughs> I always wanted to be a singer. I always wanted to be something like that, and I just can't, I can't. No. I don't know about that. I don't know. No. My last guest, Trevor, he said that um, I can definitely, he'll record me an album and make me sound good, but you actually have it. Okay. <laughs> like, Man, you got, you, the... you got this energy, though. This <laughs> contagious. Well, you know, you know, like, well, I have this podcast. I, I don't know if you knew I was on the radio for six years as well. Yeah, that's yeah, right. So, yeah, we don't, we don't do that anymore. But anyway, <laughs> no, it's, it's really nice to have you here. You know, I think a lot of, um, it's fair to say that here in Texas, obviously, a lot of people listen to country music. Um, I would definitely consider you a really great country artist. I've listened to your music all over Apple Music <laughs> and, you know, I'm sure a lot of people. Anyway, So um, it's just it's really cool. Um, I got to see you a little bit on The Voice as well, which I definitely want to talk about, which I'm sure was a really big career highlight for you uh, because it's such a nationally successful show. Um, but before we do all that, Holly, can we get you to introduce yourself to us a little bit about who you are and stuff like that? Oh, the elevator speech. Okay, no pressure. <laughs> I'm sure you've had to answer this question 100 billion times. Right? <laughs> I'll keep it in a nutshell okay. here. Um, you know, yeah, I. so my name is Holly Tucker. Okay. I am here from Waco, Texas. Oh. Um, I've been in Waco my entire life. I've grown up singing my entire uh -huh. life. Um, I come from a very musical family. Gotcha. And uh, both my parents were essentially my first music teachers and vocal teachers. Okay. And, um, so I just grew up uh, with, with a house full of music. And oh, okay. so I was always singing, always playing something. Something and uh -huh. um, you know we would we would just always kind of have that dynamic. Yeah, and so when I was about seven years old, I got on stage for the very first time, and uh, and then I didn't quit ever since. Oh, and, good. Uh, I just I kept uh, singing on every stage I could possibly find, yeah. uh, karaoke contests, open mic nights, <laughs> yeah, you know that all that kind of stuff. Right, and right. then um, then eventually when I was in high school, I, I started um, putting a band together and mm -hmm. started playing actual live shows. Oh, and, cool. And then uh, and then made my way eventually to the Voice yeah. when I was about nineteen years old. And sheesh. I'm, I'm 29 now. Okay. So, oh, uh, damn. Was it that long ago? Yeah. It I'm was... 30. Okay. So we're the same age. <laughs> yeah, what the hell? Yeah. I, where's time gone, right? I know. <laughs> it's crazy. I, and I still ain't had a man in 10 years. All right. I just want to put that out there. It's crazy. <laughs> yes. It is crazy. Um, you know, <laughs> did you say, are you from Lorena? Is that what I understand? Or you're from Waco? Well, I'm from Waco. You're from Waco. I, um, okay. I was born in Waco. Okay. And then when I was about fourth grade, moved out to Lorena. And then okay. I've moved, you know, it's Waco's Waco. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, it's no. Waco. You know, when so. I, moved, I moved here from New York, well, technically, Florida, but New York, yeah. and we moved to Lorena of all places, okay. and, I, and I went to the high school there for a whole little bit. Yeah. I don't know, maybe we didn't know each other. Oh um, nine, oh eight, oh seven, or ten. No, I was uh, eleven. Sorry, eleven. Eleven. 11. <laughs> oh, you, know, you probably know my cousin Gabriel Edwards. Maybe. Yes. Yes. He's my. He's in Japan now, like playing football. What? <laughs> he's my cousin. Yeah. I didn't even know that. Yeah, he is a little turd. That's awesome. <laughs> he has a whole Japanese baby now. It's actually really cute. What? Yeah, he does. Yeah, I'll show you pictures. It's oh, really cute. Oh, I need to see that. He yeah. named it after that guy in Street Fighter. But um, okay. <laughs> uh, typical. And so no, I, we moved to Lorena when I first got here, and I was like, who the hell would want to live here? Like, you know, <laughs> like, but you have to remember, I'm from like New York, you right. know, from Long Island, so we had right. a beach everywhere. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, so talk to us a little bit about your life growing up. So you, you mentioned that you had music all around you at all times. Were your mm -hmm. parents singers as well? Were they like in the church choir, or how did that go? They were um, not they, to just assume. Like, just yeah, say, yeah, no. Okay. Well, they they were, but okay. um, but they actually met in, in their college days through music. Okay. Um, at Baylor, they were both uh, instrumentalists and singers. And my dad was a vocal major, and <sighs> he was putting together a band, and he was looking for um, a singer and a keyboard player. And so okay. he found my, his way to my mom, and they traveled on the road professionally for six years, and then uh -huh. settled down to have a family. And but they never quit music. Wow. Um, they were always singing at a wedding or a special event or a church somewhere. Mm -hmm. Um. And so when I was a little girl, I would watch them up on stage doing that. And it right. just made me want to do it even more. Okay. So that's, uh, they were my first inspirations, that's really. That's cool. So would you, uh, you guys probably had a really close family dynamic then. I mean, like, you For know, sure. everything was good and everything. You know, some people show their stories. Um, yeah. You know, were they singing country music or did you do you think you kind of just got thrown into that? No, actually, uh -huh. um, they weren't singing a lot of country. They were okay. singing a lot of gospel, gospel and Christian okay. and stuff like that. And right. then my, from my dad's side of the family, that's where I got a lot of my country influences. Okay, gotcha. Um, and we would listen to a lot of country music in the car and stuff. Right. Um, I mean, but, it was Lorena. So. Right, yeah. <laughs> do you know I didn't even know who George Strait was until I moved to Texas? What? Am I terrible? I know who he is now. Oh. But like, <laughs> well, that's good. At least you're educated. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, he's like the god of country music or something or he's music in king. general. 
yeah, the yeah. king. Okay, yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> I know, but I also I just still didn't know who um who was that Joe Rogan was when I started this. I'm so that people don't understand anyway. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so um so so a lot of it was inspired. Did you listen to other artists though growing up? Like was that other was there others that you wanted to emulate? Were you like, oh, well, I kind of like this person. Like what you know? Like yeah. who can you share? I had a lot of influences okay. growing up. It's a very wide variety of influences. Um, yeah. Like I definitely listened to mostly country okay, and like the power of females of the nineties. Yeah. Like th- that's, that's where I really got a lot of my inspiration. Yeah. But I also listened to pop music and gospel uh, music and, um, you know, soul. I listened to a lot of Aretha Franklin okay. and, um, even in <laughs> sync back in the day. <laughs> Who did it? Hello. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I get a lot of my influences from soul and gospel as well as country. Okay. I got you for sure. You know, um, so that, that sounds pretty awesome. So, you know, I definitely want to talk about breaking into the voice. I mean, like you said, at 19 years old, you got to go on the voice. How did that all start? Like, how did you even get involved with that? Well, you know, when you turn 16 years old, okay. you can start auditioning for those shows. Okay, gotcha. You're, you're of age. Or you're whatever. Uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> so I, I started auditioning for American Idol, America's Got Talent, X Factor, all of that. Uh-huh. And I did that for about, uh, well, about, yeah, about four years yeah. and kept just getting told no. I did that about three or four times and I just really? kept getting a no, a no from that. And uh-huh. um, I was just kind of done with it. I wasn't going right. to audition anymore. And then one day I was in Dallas for another singing opportunity mm-hmm. and I saw that the voice auditions were going to be in town. Okay. And I was like, okay, well, I have some extra time. What's, what's another no? Right, you know, right. I'll, just, I'll go for <laughs> I'll it. I'll just drop by. Yeah. <laughs> so I did. And, okay. and I ended up getting a callback really? audition. Yeah. Okay. And, and from there it just kept going. So, but you're getting told no. So you said, you mentioned it was like American Idol. You, you did the voice. Was it the voice again? Or I did the voice season one oh, and okay. I almost got onto got it. You. But the producers was like, we're, we're like, we just don't think you're quite there yet. Okay, we think you. you need a few more years. Okay. So what the hell is it? <laughs> no, so but so what people don't understand though about those types of shows that I guess there's like preliminary rounds, right? Yes. So it's like the ones that are kind of like at the convention center or something. Yes. You just got to go in there and you got to sing, and then so I mean you're getting told no all these times, and then you say you just kind of give up. Do you think that that wanted you to help kind of just quit music altogether? You're like maybe this just isn't for me, or was some was that going to be something that you were always going to pursue? No, it was always going to be something I was going to pursue. I okay. was just done with auditioning for singing shows. Oh, I got you. But then, uh, you know, I just kept going and, and it happened. Right, right. <laughs> well, I definitely want to get um, into more about your the voice because I have a lot of questions about stuff like that yeah. and um, about those types of shows. And, you know, I want to talk about um, getting eliminated. I want to talk about all that stuff, but we're going to take a quick break. And when we get back, we're going to talk more about the voice. We're going to talk more about pa- post-life of the voice and where you're at now. So make sure you guys stay tuned and we'll be right back with Miss Holly Tucker. Hey guys, I hope you guys are enjoying this episode of The Public Affair with Miss Holly Tucker. Before we continue more with the conversation, I definitely want to uh, take a break and give a few shout outs to our sponsors of The Public Affair. This episode is brought to you by Elite Barbershop with my boy Sid Rodriguez located on Hewitt Drive. You can download the Cut app or call the number on the screen to book. He also has Marcus Guerrero, Chris Reyes, Santos Cordova, David Rodriguez, and Isaac Chavez over there making you look all snackish. Each one of them got to put hands on my head. I love going to a barbershop knowing that any of them can cut my hair. Thank you to Elite Barbershop is sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. Of course, the Banda's hauling service with Julian and Ana Banda. They rent dump trailers. You fill it up and they haul it away. They also do junk removals and tree brush removals and haul cars in and out of town. I definitely feel like Banda's hauling service is one of those companies that you don't think you need until you need it and it's actually more often than you think. So make sure you book now with the number on the screen with Banda's hauling service to Julian and Ana Banda. Thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. Of course, to Jesus Gonzalez with Brother Concrete Construction. He specializes in concrete work like slabs, driveways, pool decks, patios, sidewalks, and more. I got to see his work firsthand. If you need any of that work done for your house, it's beautiful. Call him on the number on the screen, and he'll also give you a free estimate to Jesus Gonzalez with Brother Concrete Construction. Thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. And of course, to Jay Petal and Poke with Junior Fuentes, Thomas Roberts, and the entire family. I have it. They provide delicious, savory Japanese crepes and poke bowls. They also have handcrafted Thai rolled ice cream for dessert. You can choose from the menu or create your own like I do because I like to be in control with my food, darling, and more than that. (laughs) Check out their locations on University Parks Drive and Hewitt Drive or place your order online at jpedaltx.com. To you guys, thank you so much for sponsoring this episode. All right, guys, thank you so much for watching this episode of The Public Affair with Miss Holly Tucker. Let's get back to it. Hey, guys, welcome back to this episode of The Public Affair with Miss Holly Tucker. So we just got into her 
and um, getting into The Voice. And The Voice is a really huge show on um, NBC, ABC. I can't remember. NBC. <laughs> yeah. NBC. Okay. Right. Uh, and she was just getting into. Um, we were just getting into her journey on the show on um, The Voice. So Holly, I have a question. How much of what's on The Voice is real, and how much of what we see is fake? Maybe not even just for The Voice. How about for the shows in general? I would say, from my experience okay. and from my knowledge, I would say everything that you see, is, it's it's real. Okay, gotcha. Um, now, they definitely edit things. Okay. Like, they don't show you everything right, because right. otherwise the show would be 30 years long. <laughs> um, but it's, you know, right. they, they do it really tastefully. And okay. they, they, at least on my season and my experience, right. they always tried to make me look as best as I possibly could. Right. And they weren't trying to throw me into the dirt, like the producers and stuff. Okay, gotcha. You know, they were always trying to make me look good and, and just, mm -hmm. um, you know, really comfortable. And, right. and they were good about that. Do you think that the same can be said for other contestants that were on your season as well? I mean, you were relatively young. So it's yeah. not like, I mean, you were 19, right? right? You said, so we're not going to make the 19-year-old girl look all bad, but maybe there was the older <laughs> players. Like, do you think that there's, there's like... America or whoever is supposed to be casting those votes, correct? Right. So do you think a lot of it is that's based on that? Or do you think the producers kind of have their thing where it's just like, eh, you know, this one's not giving us enough, whatever. You know what I mean? It's really hard to say. Okay. I, I just don't know. I mean, I just had such a good experience on oh, okay. there. Um, but I have heard from others that, you know, their their experience was cut short. Yeah. And they thought it was the producer's fault. Right, right. And I, I can't speak to that because okay. it was not that way it for me. It wasn't for you. Okay, I got you. I actually know I know of a woman who um, was on American Idol. Yeah. Um, I, can't, I think, shoo, season six. I can't remember. That long ago. <laughs> she said that her experience was absolutely horrible. She said they weren't getting the right, like, treatment, like, water, like, food, oh. all that jazz, and they were all passing out. She did a whole oh, video wow. about it, yeah. Now, I don't know how much of that is true. You know, I've never been on a show like that. I'm never going to be on a show like that. I'd love to host a show like that. You yeah. know what I mean? Yes. Um, yeah, so talk to us a little bit about, okay, so you, you get accepted into The Voice, right? You're from this small town. At the time, I think it was fair 10 years ago that Waco wasn't really on the map for anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nobody was really checking for us and stuff like that. I think yeah. it just started popping maybe just a few years ago. Um is there a lot of pressure on your shoulders when that's happening? For sure. Okay. Yeah, I mean, because I've never been, at that point, I had never been on anything as, as big as that stage, yeah. you know? Um, and especially in front of millions of people every week. Got like, you. it's a lot of pressure. Yeah. And I was 19. I start. I went into the show and I was really shy uh -huh. and afraid and, um, you know, insecure and stuff like that. Uh, right, and, right. And it was just throwing me into a world of you're here in front of everybody, right, got you, you know? So there was definitely pressure, right. but, um, but I learned a lot through that. Okay. Like what? Tell us. Well, I grew, <laughs> I mean, I, I just, I, I being forced into that world, like, okay. and especially Blake had, had such great things to uh, say okay, about yeah. just, just being myself. Mm -hmm. And as long as I get up on stage and have fun, right. That's all that matters yeah. because then your audience is going to have fun. For sure. And they, it's not like they want to see you fail. Right, right. Like they want to see you get up there and succeed and do your best and, mm -hmm. and you know, just looking at it from a positive perspective. Right. So you, you got to choose Team Blake when you were on your season. Yeah. And, and so, but that decision comes solely from you, right? Because I would yeah. definitely pick Shakira. Like, <laughs> you know, I'm obsessed with Shakira. I love her. Her She's and Frankie great. J. Yeah. Did you yeah. get to meet her? I did. Okay. Well, I, do you have like her phone number so you can tell her that I said hi? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right? She's so sweet. <laughs> did you, I was going to say, how much involvement did you have as far as, like, I mean, there's probably a lot of high-profile stars. At the, um, who's yeah. hosting that? Was that Christina Milian that season? Or, uh, oh, she remember. was doing, like, the social media the hosting. The social media hosting. And okay. it's been um, Carson Carson Daly. Yeah, Carson Daly. Um, okay. all, all this time. Yeah, so. okay. So did, did you get to have, like, a lot of involvement with them, or was it just, oh, they're too busy right now? Like, how did that work out? We had the most involvement with our own coaches. With your own coaches, um, okay. But we did backstage get to chat a little bit here and there with Got the you. other coaches and the other, you okay. know, teammates and stuff like that. You should have taught Shakira, uh, you should have had her teach you how to belly dance. <laughs> it would have took your career to a whole new height. Oh, I A don't... country singer that can do it. Yes, you can, <laughs> Holly. You, you've got the body. You're snatched. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, you're sweet. Yeah, can you talk to <laughs> I know. <laughs> These bitches be hating, right? Did you get a lot of haters when you were on The Voice? Uh, yes. Yeah. I saw. I can recall posts you made. Yes. I mean, yeah. I got. I got some people poking fun at my nostrils of all really? things. Yeah. Like okay. they, somebody got a bad shot of me from the side, and they were like, Pose. "Look at our nostrils, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. come on." But uh, yeah, it, okay. was, it was fun. But was there was so? I mean, you're on that stage, and I mean, did you say that a lot of? Would you say a lot of negativity? Excuse me, came from maybe the people in your own town, or would you think that it's just like the social media trolls and stuff? 
I think it's just social media. Okay, got you. I had a lot of support from Waco. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's good. That meant the world to me. Right, right. Um, and, and even from Lorena, like specifically Lorena, a yeah. lot of people from there were very supportive. So. Well, because I think when you were on that show, you said that you were from Lorena. Is that, no. or you said you were from Waco? From okay, Waco, got you. yeah. But regardless of the fact, like we said, 10 years ago, really Waco wasn't doing nothing. I think Magnolia was barely popping, if I'm not mistaken. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, right, right about then we had RG3, all of that good stuff Yeah, going yeah, on. I remember RG3. So yeah. Baylor had put Waco on the map got a little you. bit. But then Holly Tucker but. came on The Voice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what, what are your nerves like when you're going on the live show for the first time? Okay, well, excuse me, okay, the, when you pick your judge, that's not live, right? Correct. Okay, so that's all the still pre-recorded well, stuff. Well, okay. it is live in front of a live audience. Right. Like, they don't go back and, you know, tape your performance seven times. Oh, no, yeah. It is one live performance. <laughs> right, gotcha. You only get 30 seconds to sing, or 90 seconds to sing for your oh, life. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. But it is pre-recorded, and okay. America doesn't see it till later. So the song that you chose to sing... Um, for your for your um, when you got to pick your guest, what do you yeah. call that? The first round, I guess. Okay. The blind audition. Yeah, the blind yeah. audition. That's what it's called. I've watched that show. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I promise I have. <laughs> so, do you get to pick that song, or producers like mm, we kind of like this one better? Like, how much how much control do you have in regards to the music that you get to sing? It's a mix of both. Okay. So the producers from the very beginning they ask you to write down a list of like twenty to thirty songs okay. that you would like to sing. Yeah, and then they work with you on that. Okay. So I was lucky. I got to sing the songs that I wanted to sing. Pretty much yeah. the entire way through. Oh, that's good. I wonder if they have to get like clearance, they right? Do. They, they do. Okay, they so do. that's probably why. They're like, we gotta give us some leeway. Yes, I'm they... gonna pick the songs that nobody even wants to hear. Like. Yeah. <laughs> there are some artists that okay. will not give shows like that clearance. Really? Mm -hmm. I, so, so you didn't have any pushback for that though, right? No, no, okay, got no. You. Mm -mm. That's good. Yeah, well, I bet you were fortunate for that for sure. Yeah. <laughs> why, why Team Blake? That might be the most obvious generic question ever. <laughs> but you know, you 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 were sitting in front of it was Adam Levine at the time, Blake yeah. Shelton, Shakira, and what, was it Usher? It was Usher. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, so why? <laughs> I just, I really, the song that I was singing, it's a Garth Brooks song okay. first, but then Adele had made it a lot more popular. Okay. And I wanted people to know that I'm not one of those artists that was confused about who I, I was. Okay, I am, I am and always have been, always will be a country artist through mm, and through. Okay. So picking Blake, I knew would solidify me in people's minds as country. Oh, okay. So you didn't want to send mixed signals. Right. Like, okay. Because there, you know what, there was a girl that was on The Voice who, back in the, her name was Paula Deanda. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. she had that song back in the day. Um, um, doing too much. Then yeah. she was on The Voice and picked Blake Shelton. And I yeah. was like, girl, why are you picking Blake Shelton when you know you don't sing country? <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? So I could see, like, she was more like a like a Latin R&B singer. Right. So I was like, well, you know, the Shakira, you know, probably. You know what I mean? Yeah. She could have taught you a thing or two. I didn't think that was a good mix. So I came to think, I wonder if producers had involvement in that, like, just to kind of get her off. You know what I mean? Not that I know yeah. of, but <laughs> I, I'm, it may happen. I don't yeah. know. How was your rapport with the other guests on the show? I loved it. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like, our, our season was very close. Oh, was it? I, I didn't okay. have any... Um, like negative relationships with any gotcha. of the, the other contestants okay. or producers or yeah. anything like that. It was all, I know it seems like sunshine and roses, but really like it was a good experience. <laughs> for, yeah. Okay. That's, yeah. that's cool. Where was that? That was taped in California. It or? was. Okay. So you're being, a, you're, you're away from your family that whole time. Or did you get to have your mom and dad at least? They had, they were able to come out for a couple of shows, uh, but okay. I was there alone for the most part. Like, isn't living in hotels like the worst? People think it's so glamorous. Did you like it? Okay, well, they okay. were really nice. They put us up in a really nice Marriott. <laughs> oh, did they? Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Did you have to share rooms with other contestants? Or? We did throughout yeah. the show, yeah. Okay. Sometimes I would have my own room, but we, yeah. we had roommates, and that was cool. I, I just feel like if I was there, I would be fucking up the whole entire thing. Like, <laughs> because I'd be out partying, trying to find me a man, you know, I get caught in some scandal, you know what I mean? Like, do they tell you guys, like, hey, you can't leave, you know what I mean? Yes. Like, you have to stay here, like. They do for paparazzi and safety reasons. Really? Yes. Okay, but, like, what if you get hungry? or something like you just gotta order some joy dash or no well i don't know what it is like now <laughs> yeah. but, but back in the day the marriott that we stayed at had a bunch of restaurants oh, across the street okay um and they had a restaurant in the right the, and we had per diem that they gave us every mm -hmm. day a little bit of money to to right. eat on right so i mean they really took care of us okay i got you um so do you have like blake shelton's phone number right now where you can just text <laughs> him well you, you can call him and be like hey you're on the public affair unfortunately <laughs> no i wish i did did gwen stefani make him change it is that what happened uh i don't know about gwen but i know that after the split with miranda that's when his information oh. changed oh okay got you and i haven't been in contact with him since really okay mm -hmm. do you think it's something that if you reach out to him he like will remember you or do you think yeah. it's yeah 
Yeah, have you ever he, tried? Or? He, he has mentioned me on past seasons of oh, the okay. voice, like recent seasons of yeah, the yeah. voice. Um, he did it, I think, like last season or something like that. He mentioned mm. my actual name, so I know he still knows okay. who I am. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't um, get any. <laughs> like you know. Holly Tucker is his side piece, and then from <laughs> wouldn't that be like so great? Like, oh my gosh, it that, that'd be a tabloid right there. I, well, I can't wait till I'm somebody famous as side piece, and I'm in all the newspapers. <laughs> I can't wait. You know what I mean? I'm trying, trying to put the Anyway, I, you do you, boo. You do you. <laughs> Listen, team side piece over here. Okay. Now, my last guest, Noni, uh, not my last guest, episode nine, Noni, um, Antonio Castillo gave me like some of the best dating advice and I actually went on a date recently. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I did. I talked about it, I think, on my last episode and I was not side piece ish, Holly Tucker. I was. That's great. I, yeah, I was like, you know what? We're going to wait. You are not salsa, baby, okay? You are guac, all <laughs> no, right? I know, but I love being like all the other ingredients. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna lie, I'm a little bit pissed off at myself that I didn't get it when I can. But you know what I mean? I, I just, I'm trying different things here, you know? Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, you get eliminated from The Voice. You placed six, Yes. right? Okay, what is, what's going through your head? Do you think that your career is over at that point? Do you think that the decision was unfair or, or you? Like what you had to have been torn. Yeah. So whenever I got eliminated, it was just, uh, it was a shock. Okay. Um, not, not that I got eliminated. <laughs> like really? <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, okay. Not like that. But okay. just, I just, um, you know, I, I really was looking forward to the next week and mm. hometowns oh. and I wanted to show even more of, of Waco and right. Baylor and what, what was going on. I was right. still a student at Baylor. So I was okay. still, still doing stuff here. And I was really just, um, it, that that stung a lot, right, and so right. um, knowing that I wouldn't be able to really do that, that that was the hardest part. But okay. um, you know, it, it other than that, it was just breaking away from my my friends that I had made on the show, mm-hmm. and um, it was it did feel a little bit like that part was over. It was right. kind of over, and um, so yeah, I was definitely sad. Um, but I knew that that in literally a week I was going to come back for the <laughs> finale. So oh, okay, I was going to say, do they just kind of send you packing? They're like, okay, well, just stay in the hotel. Still, don't go out. Like what? What happens after? No, well, they they send you home and then they bring you back for the finale. But no, I'm staying home. Yeah, <laughs> okay, that's too much flying. All right. I I can't remember. I think I did go home that okay. week and okay. then they brought me back. I think. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, Holly, no girl, you should have said no. Nah, well, let me get my little de- my credit card. I'm yeah. staying because once I get home, that is it. Right? right. Me and Mike were just talking about this after. Once we're done with work, we go to the house. That's yeah. It, all right. I'm not doing all this coming back for the finale. I'm... Right. <laughs> okay. I didn't even like her. No, you said you got a ball. You said you um. The winner, who, what was the person's name? Danielle Bradbury. Danielle Bradbury, okay. Mm -hmm. Would you say that you had a pretty um, close relationship with her as well? Like, were you happy when you found out she won? We weren't super close. Okay. um, Just because she was was 16 at the time. Uh, So she still had her mom with her, and Mm. her mom's great. Yeah. Um, But they were, they had to keep her kind of like in the minor area of the, I mean, not that that she was sequestered. She could still hang out with us. Yeah, yeah. um, But she had to do homework and stuff like that. And, (laughs) you know, all the fun teenagers. Imagine being on The Voice. It's like, I got to do my homework before I go on stage. Hold on. Seriously, (laughs) Were you doing that? I mean, you were a student at Baylor, right? I was, yeah. I had to do homework, too. Girl, no. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You guys, you know, you handle yourself so well. Because if I ever got on a TV show like that, I'm showing ass. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to make sure I'm the talk of that season. I already know I'm not winning. So what's up? (laughs) That's one way to do it. So, So they send you home. You get to come back. Have you, have they asked you to sing again on any other season? Nope. Not since. Okay. No. Do you think the voice just kind of forgot about you? Like, I mean, obviously you said Blake Shelton still knows who you are, which I think is really great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they haven't really said anything about my, I mean, they've done a couple of things with with some people from my season, but I I don't know. I wouldn't say that they forgot about me. I just say that they, they have so many things Uh, going on and they have two seasons a year. So once they're done with one season, it's like they're already into the next. The next, right. I got you. So it's kind of hard to do looking back. Uh, Yeah, I feel you. You know, so you... (sighs) It's so hard because there's some people who get eliminated from those like shows. So like, for instance, Fifth Harmony gets eliminated from um, X Factor and they yeah. become bigger than the winner. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. so, uh, um, oh God, who's another good example? You have to help me out here. Oh fuck, I can't. Anyway. Um, well, Chris Daughtry. Chris Daughtry, exactly. Yeah. I think became bigger. Who was the winner on his season? Oh. Uh, uh, was it t- uh, that guy with the gray hair? Maybe. I can't remember. Like, who, where's he at? You know what <laughs> I, I mean? Know, yeah, yeah. 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 So, So do you think that do you think there's an, I guess my question is, do you think there's an expiration date on an artist? Uh, that's a very interesting question. Yeah. Um, I, I, 
Uh, I don't know. Because like you, if you lose the show, I mean, Fifth Harmony got to be successful because they got signed to like Simon Cowell's label and stuff yeah. like that. I mean, did you have op- opportunities like that sat on your lap after your elimination? Or? Yeah, I've had a couple of different interactions with labels right. and management companies and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it it's, it's always said, and I've been given some really good advice that, you know, getting into a bad deal is okay. worse than getting into a... Um, you know, a, a good one that, that uh, takes everything away from oh, you. Oh, okay, I got you. So, I mean, it's just, it, once, you got to make sure you're signing the right deal. It's the music industry, girl. Yeah. My, one of my guests before you was just talking about his experience in the music industry, and it's just like, it's so weird. Even my 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 friend on social media, Gia Farrell, who had a song on Happy Feet, I talked about this on one of my episodes prior, and, you know, she was signed to a record label, mm-hmm. you know, and she could sing, like, you could sing. Why are you guys not forefronted? more do you know what i mean like yeah. why are you guys not put out there more like can you can you tell us a little bit about the music industry? Uh, you know we would be here for days <laughs> if we tried to answer that yeah, question completely but um you know what i can say is it's just a really tough market okay um, I got and, you. and we have the evolution of social media and spotify yeah. that have pretty much killed the artist's ability to make money oh wow um, okay and, uh, you know, the labels too, like Spotify yeah. killed the labels because right, they right. don't make money from, from CD sales anymore oh, and stuff okay. like that. So, so do you not get streaming? Like, so every time I play your song, you're not getting like a little two cents or something? Oh, no, I am. I'm getting <laughs> like 0. 0.0007 cents. No way. Are you stream. serious? Okay. So yeah. do you encourage us to actually go back to purchasing music rather than having these music subscriptions? Or? Unfortunately, you need both because the record labels are looking at Spotify streams. Wow. And they're, they're looking at TikTok streams and they're uh-huh. looking at social media. So you need it. You basically need to have everything developed on your own as an independent artist uh-huh. before the labels will even look at you. Oh, wow. Really? And then it's like, by the time you get to that point, well, what do you even need a label for? Right. That's why a lot of our artists are going independent. Independent, yeah. yeah. I, I've noticed that. I think Alicia Keys just announced that she was going independent as yeah. well. Um, do you think that that's like career suicide when you do that now? Or No, I absolutely don't. Okay. I, th- I think you have to be established first or okay. or at least be on a good trajectory of where you, you're able to have people at your shows and right. get people consistently streaming your music and, yeah. and connecting with you on social media. You've okay. got to have all of that in order to not need a label. So do you think that getting into the music industry now is harder than it was 10 years ago? Yeah. Okay. I think it progressively gets but, harder. And, and then in the same aspect, do you think that it's not even worth it anymore? No, I wouldn't say that. Okay. Gotcha. Um, it's, it's, it's always worth it for the pure aspect of the fact that it's still an art huh. and it's still a passion. Right, right. Because at the end of the day, the label can make money off whatever they want. Okay. And independent artists can make money off of the merch, the tour, the set, whatever. Right. But if you don't have a passion for it, uh-huh. where's your fire? Right. Where's gotcha. your purpose? Huh. Okay. What What about for Holly Tucker? Do you think that, I mean, you're not signed to a major label at the moment. Correct. Okay. So do you think that your career would have, um, I, think, I think you've had, I think it's going good. I mean, you just said that your most recent single that we are going to have you sing here in a moment, um, "Rhythm of You," charted pretty high on the charts. It do, did. You, do you think that? Um, do you think you need a record label for Holly Tucker? <laughs> You're asking the tough questions no. here today. Hello, welcome to the public affair, <laughs> darling. <laughs> I love it. Yes. Um, you know, I, I, uh, that's very. That's a hard question to answer. Okay. I don't want to say that I need anything other okay. than other than what I've got I've got I'm blessed with a very good team around me mm-hmm. I'm blessed with great fans I'm blessed uh-huh. with um you know like the the inner fire the passion that I just talked about to mm-hmm. keep making music and okay. You know what? At the end of the day, I may never be a Taylor Swift, and that's okay, okay with me. Right. I just want to keep doing it because I love it. So it's for you, it's not even about the glitz and the glamours and the award shows and all this job. It's just about doing what you love. I mean, that would be nice. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> of course. No, okay. any artist that tells you, no, I don't want that, they're, they're lying. lying. Okay, for sure. But, but and yes, that's always a goal, mm-hmm. but you can't get stuck on that because you're right. always going to end up dissatisfied. You've got to find the little joys along the way. Right. I got you. That's that's pretty. Um, oh, I feel like we can go on for this today. Tell us a little bit about sure. some music industry that you had. I mean, so you mentioned. I mean, surely some bad deals were sat in front of your app and stuff. Do you was there ever a situation where maybe like somebody really was trying to take everything from you and just kind of just control every single aspect of Polly Tucker and make you something that you weren't in the music industry? I did have. Um 
I, and just I've, don't say the label because then we're going to get sued. I can't afford the label right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. it's, it's not a specific label. I had okay. an un- unfortunate, um, a really unfortunate thing happen where I, I got, I was going to get into business with mm-hmm. um, one of my dear friends for over 10 years. Oh, wow. And um, he was starting a management company, an uh-huh. artist development company. And um, I was going to be the first artist on the, on the company. And oh, cool. he believed in me and it was going to be great. But yeah. then lawyers got involved and contracts got involved and... And there was some fine print in these contracts mm. that was not going to be good for me in the long run. Oh, honey. And so mm-hmm. it was It was like once we read that fine print, you always have to read the fine print. Yeah. We oh, learned yeah. that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, it, it unfortunately ended that 10-year relationship that I had. Oh, um, wow. This, this beautiful friendship that mm. was a musical, creational, right. just wonderful friendship. Right. And uh, so, yeah, that was a, a really you, big negative for me. So you think business got in the way of that? Yeah. So obviously, you didn't sign the contract. No, I didn't. Okay, gotcha. I got uh, well. <laughs> do you think that person took it personal because you didn't, or like, why would you not do this? Yeah, I okay. mean, I, I would say that. Yeah, I would mm. say he did take it personal, and it, okay. and it's uh, you know, I, I can't blame him for taking it a little bit personal because we've had a ten year friendship. Right. And it's like not only does he believe in me, but I believe in him too. Uh, absolutely. So do you ever think about reaching out to that person and like, hey, this was. Eh. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean we we still we still talk and chat okay. from ta- from time to time. We but text every now and then, but it's you know I would I would love to to repair that friendship. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. You know I will say um, it's it is very important to read all those contracts, and I'm not gonna get too into it right now. <laughs> <laughs> all I can say is make sure you read your contracts yeah. because don't don't let anybody take what you created. You know exactly. what I mean? And, and I typically personally I try not to do business with friends too much. Like right. okay, so like my sponsors, I've built really great friendships with them. You know what I mean? I built really good friendship with Mike and, and Allison and stuff like that. But I really try to keep those few and far between because yeah. I, I'd hate I mean, I'm sorry that that happened to you. You know what I mean? But yeah. I've definitely been there too. So yeah. I understand what it's like. Um God, you know, I, I want to definitely get more into, you know, some of the music, um, politics and stuff like that. But I really want you to sing for us. Okay. Let's like in yeah. the mood. So um uh, you're going to sing Rhythm of You for us. Okay. Yeah. Can you talk to us a little bit about that song and why you chose that song to sing and stuff? Yeah. So this song was a really cool development for me. Um, I had released about five singles prior to releasing this song. Okay. And when I say releasing, I mean to the Texas market, gotcha. the Texas country market. Gotcha. So, um, <clears throat> you know, it, all of those other ones had progressively done better and better and better. And so with mm. this one or with all those other songs, I had been intentional on releasing songs that would really tell my audience and, and the listeners about me and little okay. pieces of, of who I am. Right. And they were deep and they were message oriented and that's great. Right. Um, but I wanted to have one that was a little bit more laid back, a little more chill, Okay, something that people could groove to dance yeah. to cuddle up to their sweetheart with. And that's what this song was. It oh, was a vibe. Cool. Okay. And I love that. And I think that's why it mm-hmm. did so well is because people just felt it. I have to say, when you told me about the song, because I was I was jamming knockoff, I'm not going to lie, oh. from, from your album Steel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're probably like, fuck that song. But, no, you know, I did, love you, it. did you write that song? You wrote that song? I did. Okay, yeah. I, I don't know why I'm fucking with that song heavy. Very, very female <laughs> power. And, no, but um, but when, when you told me, hey, I'm going to sing Rhythm of You on the show, I got to listen to it. And it was a song that grew on me. Yeah. At first, I was like, Ugh. but then I was like, okay, wait, now I see what's going on here. You know, so yeah. I definitely feel it in my soul. I can't wait to have you sing it live. Um, so without further ado, before we get more into the show, I want to take a quick break and have you sing Rhythm of You. Hey, guys, I hope you're enjoying this episode of The Public Affair. Holly is going to sing one of her singles from us from her album, You're Going to Know My Name. It's Rhythm of You with Miss Holly Tucker. Take it away, girl. Plenty to do and nowhere to go. My kind of day, I'm gonna take it nice and slow and just groove to the rhythm of you. Get to swaying and I'll tap my feet. You count it off just by looking at me, and I move to the rhythm of you. Yeah, I'm gonna let my hair fall down, get lost in the sweet, sweet sound. Of every little whisper in my ear Baby, we can dance right here Why don't you teach me how it goes Boy, you can be my radio 
to the rhythm of you. Hey, I got a quarter. Could you play it again? Every time you kiss me like that, you make me wanna spend all afternoon in the rhythm of you. Baby, we can dance right here. Why don't you teach me how it goes? Boy, you can be my radio. I'm just gonna ooh, 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 ooh to the rhythm of you. <laughs> you killed it. That was amazing. Thank you. Holly, thank you so much. That was amazing. Amazing. You gave your soul into that performance. Aww, <laughs> okay. Thank you. That was really, it's just to hear it, you sing it live like that is, is amazing. Yeah, I'm sure you get that all the time. Okay. So See, that I can't sing like that. All right, stop this. <laughs> <laughs> come on, come on. Yeah. Do you ever, you ever think about um, um, doing other genres as well? Yeah, I do. Uh I do. I would love to one day put out a gospel record or even do like a country soul crossover. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I would love to do that. You you know, I had a a really talented young rapper on this show named Capital G who said that he wants you to sing on one of his records. Oh, how cool. And, And I think that you should do it because this is the type of... He raps the type of, it's not all about like women's body parts and killing people. That's good. It's very like his verbiage, <laughs> his verbiage, like I told Mike and everybody, is so, is so next level. Like yeah. it's so philosophical for lack of a better term. Like he's yeah. got really, really good wordplay. So um, yeah. I would love to hear you on something like that. I don't know. Just I, I wanted to throw it out there for him because he was on the show and episode 72. Okay. <laughs> so, so That'd be should, cool. Yeah, you should definitely collaborate with that. Is really great. Um, so that's on your album right now. Yeah. Um, you're going to know my name. Mm-hmm. That album came out into last year. Is that correct? Or No, no, no. Oh, it, okay. it came out in uh, 2019. Oh, oh, excuse me. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> Let me do my homework. All right. okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, any plans for uh, more upcoming music? Or? Yes. Okay. Yes. This is the year. It's going to happen. Okay. Um, you know, You're Gonna Know My Name was originally supposed to be just a part one. Oh, okay. And part two was gonna come out and complete that whole record. Oh, so got you. So that is what I'm gonna be looking forward to in 2022. Okay, got you. So um, you're an independent artist. Yes. Okay, so you can really put music out whenever you want to. Is that correct, or...? When the money's there, yes. <laughs> I have to okay. pay for it myself. You have myself. to pay for your own studio? Okay, yeah. got you. Yeah, so you don't have, like, representation that, like, I guess... No, no, no. Okay. Uh, as as an independent artist, anytime anytime you hear an independent artist, they are okay. paying for everything themselves. Oh, okay, got management you. doesn't pay for nothing. Booking Damn. booking helps, you know. Yeah, booking yeah. helps you make money, right? But the artist is paying for that themselves. Wow. Okay, mm-hmm. that was. A re- I'm still shell shocked at that performance. That <laughs> oh, was really good. Thank yeah, you. yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Um, Gosh, Holly, you know, we, we are running a little bit out of time, but I, I definitely want to talk to you um, about your personal life and stuff. Um, yeah. I mean, you're constantly making music. Would you say that you can you make a career off of your music right now or are you like working a nine to five? Uh, well, okay. <laughs> All right, uh, well, me, I gotta ruin it, right? Let me tell you this. The public affair, I've not been able to make, um, I don't live off of the public affair. Just right. Like, okay. So we're all, I mean, 
<laughs> I will be real honest. I okay. was on an upward trajectory, mm-hmm. and then I had some things happen in in mm. 2019 that that kind of killed it for me. And then oh. and then COVID followed right after. Oh, okay. So it, it didn't it didn't kill my career. It mm-hmm. just killed the ability for me to do it full time. So I do have a, a, a day job. Okay. At, I work at my church actually, oh, First cool. Baptist Woodway, hey. and uh, yeah, so I, I love that, and mm-hmm. I have some other side hustles that I have as well. But okay. but music will hopefully eventually be, be my number one again. I hope that yeah. the church does not watch this episode and then like, why that guy has such a filthy mouth? <laughs> <laughs> hey, come I, one, come yeah, all, all right? We right? love y'all. Oh, yeah. I, I think I, I've not been to a service there, but I've, um, yeah. you know what? First Baptist Woodway, um, right off of Highway 84, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. okay. Uh, my barber and uh, Sid Rodriguez and Davis Antabanez, they did a, um, a back-to-school bash there. So yeah. I hosted a back-to-school bash there, actually. Okay. And um, they, they gave free haircuts and everything. It's a really nice church. Oh, really, yeah. really beautiful church um gosh okay do you ever get concerned about your self-image do you have to watch what you're doing like you can't just go out there like you know getting drunk and taking your top off and making out with random dudes <laughs> you know what i mean do you, do you still worry about stuff like that just because you're holly tucker or? of course okay. yeah i mean i i don't i okay i say i worry about that uh-huh. that's also not me i'm not the kind to get drunk and go take my top <laughs> off and all of that stuff. not to assume you that know. you were i'm just uh, saying <laughs> but you know yeah. i i definitely i, I want to i i'm a i feel like i'm sort of an image like that little girls, I want to be an Im- image that little girls can look up okay, to. Okay, got you. I don't want to be something filthy and trashy. Right. I had a lot of great influences growing up in mm-hmm. other women, and so I want to be that for others. Yeah, I got you. Um, so that that's kind of that's kind of my goal there. Do you do you find it quite daunting? Like, do you sometimes not want to be a representation of, you know, like, I mean, like, we're young. You know yeah. what I mean? You're 29, I'm 30. Like, we make mistakes. You know what I right, mean? Right, for sure. I, yeah, like, I've definitely got, listen, I had a hosting at a, a local nightclub, and two days prior, I was on top of their bar stand, like, you know, dropping yeah. legs out. You know what I mean? <laughs> Not the best image I wanted to represent. They were paying me to do their event. Right. You know what I mean? But, yeah. you know, like, we make mistakes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Can the same be said for Holly Tucker? I mean... <sighs> I don't know. I just, I, I feel like, of course, I'm not perfect. And of right, course, right. I make mistakes. But um, I just have a lot of good people around me that are, that are really giving me good advice right, and right. Um, helping me when I struggle. Okay. And, uh, you know, for a while there, I even, I, I went to therapy for a little while because oh, okay. and, and, I was going through some depression and anxiety and stuff. And right. like we all have at some yeah, point yeah. in our lives. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, I, it's just really important to keep those good influences for around sure. you. Do you think a lot of it has to do with, um, like when you mentioned about your anxiety and depression and stuff, would a lot of it have to do with your like music career? Was it a lot of personal thing? Was it some man or you know? It was that it was a combination of everything. Yeah, in twenty nineteen, it just all fell apart. It it did. Yeah, yeah. Twenty nineteen was a worse okay. the worst year. Were for you me. going? Did you go through a breakup at that time? I did. Oh wow. Okay. But then I ended up meeting my now fiance oh, two you're days getting later. Married. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I did see that. Somebody on my Facebook posted. Yeah, that yeah. you are getting married. That's mm-hmm. great. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, but you know, do you, so. Okay, real quick. I said we have to. I know we're running out of time. Okay, real quick. Real quick. <laughs> I feel like we can go on. I'm sorry. Okay. Do you think, or are you allowed to, if this makes sense, can you still write music inspired from the events that happened in 2019, even though you're getting married this year? Absolutely. And that husband doesn't care? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, songwriting is all about being real and authentic. And yeah. just because I'm not in that place anymore doesn't mean that I still can't relate with those feelings. Right. Got you. I'm still human. I still uh-huh. remember what that felt like. Right. And I'm a creative person. So it- these dudes ain't nothing, Holly. All right. Listen, <laughs> I'm, right. I'm 30 years old and no man will snatch me up. You know, I've said what my type is. But uh, funny enough, that on the date that I went to, it was the complete opposite of what I always said my type was. Because my type is Mexican, no papers. And this <laughs> Guy, this guy was Caucasian, all papers. So, yeah, so I was like, okay, I'm, I'm telling you, man, yeah. opposites attract. Yeah, they do. I don't know how that happened, but anyway, um, Holly, gosh, I, I hate to cut it short, but we are running out of time. Um, what's next for you? We got music coming out. Uh, we can't say for sure when, or is it just all just? That's kind of where I'm at right okay. now. I am taking an intentional break from music until after my wedding, which will be in February. Okay. And then I'm going to hit it hard getting back on the road. I've yeah. got some tour dates coming up. Uh-huh. Um, but then after that, new music is coming. Okay. I just can't tell you exactly when. Right. I'm hoping for early summer. Okay. I, I know. I'd listen, whatever you decide to do, but I'm going to send you capital G's name. Because yeah. I would love, love, love if you just 
Heard him rhyme. Okay. Let's hear it. I, you know, I've had I've had some really great artists on the show. So if you ever need some yeah. collabs, let me know and I'll okay. give you all their numbers. No Mickeys. All right. I love I probably, it. Yes. Thank you. I even had a Spanish singer. Uh, shout out to Richie. Okay. A, a Spanish, young, up and coming Spanish singer. Love and, it. And you know, just experiment. You have a great voice. It sounds like you can go with anything. Thank and, you. And I just have to say, you know, for me, um, I had to. I told you I wanted to pick on you because you know I, I hit you up before I started the public affair. You know I what know, I mean? And she was sorry. she was probably like, what is this? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I'm busy. No. No, girl. I know. <laughs> No, but I'm just really happy. I always say timing is everything, and I'm really happy that yeah. you took the time to come on to the show. I really do. Thank you so, for having so, me. Of course. Thank you for coming on. Um, I'm excited to see what's next for you. Um, Whenever I see that there's a show, I'm going to definitely come support. Um, you. you know, you definitely have a new fan in me. Like I said, I, I don't jam country all the time. I'm more of a Latin music kind of guy because I'm Spanish. But, um, I love it. I, I, this song right here, I need the live version. Okay? <laughs> you know what? Hey, oh, yeah. Hello, I have a show. I'm going to play that all the time, uh. and I have him clip it off for me. All right. Um, thank you, Holly, for coming on to the Public Affair. I really do appreciate it. To everybody who watched this episode of the show, thank you guys so much. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe this episode. Um, before we leave, I definitely want to give a shout out to a few more of our sponsors of the show. I know so much, right? I love it. <laughs> it's so great. I love them all. That's Big great. shout out to Soka Soccer Academy with Dominic Gutierrez and Ariana Gutierrez located on Franklin Drive. They offer team, small group, and individual skill training, and they also specialize in soccer training with Dominic, who is training all your kids to be the next star athletes. Um, he works so hard. And, you know, just on a personal note, so Soka Soccer Academy is the reason why I've lost over 55 pounds and I look like a snack like I do now. That guy tough <laughs> as nails, but he'll have you looking snatched, Holly, all right? All right, all right. <laughs> yes, make sure you follow face, follow them on Facebook at Soko Soccer Academy and on Instagram at Soko Soccer 254. Thank you guys so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. And when I'm not working out, I'm definitely rolling around in some fat boy michelada and botano, my boy Junior Banda. He provides the, michel the best michelada and botano plates for yourself or for a party locally operated. So make sure you get the best and not the rest. There's nothing that I love more than rolling around on Botana train the weekends when I'm cheating on my diet and it's the oh you gotta try it girl I'm gonna get you some okay when you have a live show I'm gonna get you fat boy Michelle on Botana oh I'm going to you're gonna be like, oh this is good <laughs> I promise you're gonna they love got it lote? Girl, um uh, no, but I'm sure he can whip something up for you. Oh, okay. Yes. okay. Yeah. So shout out to Fatboy Michelin Botan and of course to Jeffrey Monreal with Boyo Box and Audio Home for all your LED needs and auto accessories. He also focuses, focuses on installation of stereos, door speakers, and audio systems and building custom subwoofer enclosures and much more. Definitely a jack of all trade and your one-stop shop to get everything done in one roof. He's definitely pimped my ride and made it look like a whole entire snack. That's the reason why I haven't bought a new car. Thank you, Jeffrey Monreal, for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. Thank you guys again so much for watching this episode. I definitely got more on the way. Huge shout out to country star Holly Tucker for coming on to the public affair. I can't believe I had a country singer on the show. Oh. That's so great. That's I never Howdy. thought. I never. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. And I wish the best for you in the future. Honestly, I'm, I'm humbled that you came onto the show. And don't forget, darling, to always keep it between us. <laughs>